This is Fred Ricciani of TSC News here to give you guys a quick preview of the upcoming SummerSlam card. Some of y'all may be wondering why there's no live stream scheduled for a UFC recap or an NXT recap. And the answer is rather simple. I'm going to be in attendance for NXT TakeOver Brooklyn later tonight. So if you guys want my review, please follow me on Twitter at SportsCourier or at Fred Ricciani. I will be doing a review on video and on podcast form the next day, but obviously going to get home a, a little late from TakeOver Brooklyn tonight. Should be a great card. Yes, I'm also missing my first UFC in years, but I'm ordering the replay, so I got you covered as far as that goes. By the time I get home from Brooklyn to Jersey, uh, I'll probably be able to catch the main event. At the very least, I'll catch the press conference, the highlights, all the aftermath, and I'll, I'll give you my thoughts. Frankly, for anybody interested in that UC202 card, nothing against all the fighters on that show, but there, in reality, is like only four relevant fights. I mean, Cerrone and Rick Story, obviously the co-main event with Glover Teixeira and Anthony Rumble Johnson, which has light heavyweight title implications, and who knows where John Jones fits in if he gets off his suspension. And then you got, of course, the main event, Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz, and then to a lesser extent, Cody Garbrandt, who's a rising contender at 135. So there's your quick UC202 preview. Those are the real relevant matchups there. But let's go over to SummerSlam card, which unfortunately has a lot more irrelevant matches than relevant matches, kind of like UFC 202. Because you see, SummerSlam is a six-hour show. So for those asking me why I'm not going to SummerSlam, do you regret not getting tickets for SummerSlam? The answer is a resounding no. The show starts at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, ends at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you know anything about recent WWE pay-per-views on the network, particularly, I don't know, WrestleMania, their last six-hour show, they went long. Very long. Almost seven hours long. I mean, for the love of God, we don't need this many matches. There are 13 matches as of press time on the SummerSlam card. 13! Let's start with the least relevant, shall we? We have American Alpha, the Hype Bros, Usos, taking on Brazongo, the Ascension, and the Vaude Villains in a 12-man tag. Now, if this sounds familiar, it's because you just saw it on SmackDown and American Alpha was victorious. Why are we getting it here? I have no idea, but good God almighty, I guess they're trying to test the crowd. Because if they ain't burned out by the end of the night, I mean, they either had a lot of Red Bull... Or they're better fans than me because Jesus Christmas. You got to remember, too, a lot of these fans are hardcore fans. Some of these people are traveling from the UK, traveling overseas. Chances are they're going to take over tonight. Chances are they're on their way to Evolve tonight as well. So they got an Evolve show, then an NXT TakeOver show, and then they're going to have to sit six to perhaps seven hours for SummerSlam? Ooh, never mind the, like, the fact that the people don't factor this in. Some people got to make their flights. Some people got work the next day. Concessions are expensive in the arena. You know, you get tired being in that, in that seat of yours. I mean, look, Barclays is a, is a gorgeous arena. I love it. But, I mean, geez, man, I get tired sitting four hours there. So, going to be interesting to see how the crowd reacts. Uh, <laughs> that is a lot of matches. And we're not even close to being done because we also have Sami Zayn and Neville, the random tag team, taking on the Dudley Boys. Yes, this is Sami Zayn's reward for having a match of the year candidate in which he was victorious in with Kevin Owens. A random pre-show tag team match with Neville 
and the Dudleys. And hey, Neville deserves better too. Both guys should be in the U.S. title picture, especially because Roman Reigns is, well, he was one and three going into challenging uh, Mr. Rusev before he got the win on Raw the night before. <sighs> we also have, as far as pre-show matches, it looks like Cesaro and Sheamus, best of seven series, is on the pre-show. Uh, Cesaro also deserves better. And hey, Sheamus is pretty damn good in the ring, man. I don't know if I'm feeling him on the pre-show, but okay then. And then we have our main card. At least it looks like this match is still on the main card. Carmella, Becky Lynch, and Naomi against Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and to be determined because Ava Marie, of course, was suspended for 30 days due to due to a wellness violation. And she admitted it was Adderall that she failed for. And it was because she has a prescription from her doctor, but not from WWE's doctor. And the whole deal of her husband going online and saying this is unjust and all this other crap. At the end of the day, listen, these superstars should know the deal. I mean, they already went through this with Adam Rose and Adderall and Roman Reigns. You need a prescription from your doctor. Any marked doctor can give you some type of pills or medication or whatever for the right or wrong reasons okay but when you're a competitor for wwe you gotta go through them and for those wondering why would ava marie need adderall does she have adhd or anything like that well chances are she was using it for weight cutting much like roman reigns much like maybe adam rose was who knows maybe she has a real problem i'm not too sure but at the end of the day she released a statement she accepts her suspension trying to undo the damage that her husbander or husband manager did on Twitter. And so she is off the card. Nikki Bella, according to Pro Wrestling Sheet, has been cleared to return. I don't know if she'd return in this match because she's a babyface, but she could. I mean, whatever. It's one, it could be like a one-time thing, and then they could break them up, and she could be a babyface again. Or what I would do maybe is have Asuka appear. Have Asuka just run a rough shot over everybody. It's good promotion for NXT. You could say you could see Asuka every week on NXT Wednesday nights on WWE Network. And then Alexa Bliss and Natalia can try to take credit for the victory. And Asuka just takes them out. That'd be pretty cool. Miz versus Apollo Crews for the IC title. Should be a decent match. I hope Apollo Crews wins, but I have a feeling they may save this for the upcoming Backlash pay-per-view next month, which is SmackDown brand only. Enzo and Cass against Jericho, Jericho and Owens. I hate seeing these guys in, in comedy. I think Jericho and Owens could be utilized a lot better. I would have to say Enzo and Big Cass should win because they are in New York and they are super over. And I would assume this would lead to Jericho and Owens in a match next month on the Raw-only pay-per-view, whichever one that is. I think it's Clash of Champions. And I could see Kevin Owens taking out Chris Jericho and sending him on his yearly hiatus. New Day versus The Club. I got the New Day actually winning this one because Biggie is supposed to come back. He's already doing appearances all throughout New York City for SummerSlam. I have a feeling he's going to come back and distract The Club, and The Club's going to lose, much to my chagrin. Now, I could also see The Club beating The New Day, just not at SummerSlam, which, honestly, I mean, what a waste of The Club. I know The New Day sells merchandise, but I think if you take the titles off of New Day, it's not really going to hurt them as long as you keep them a featured act. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been kind of disappointing. The club's become the comedy club and the, the, the jobber club. It's quite unfortunate. They're making money. I'm happy for them. They've worked hard. They've gotten to this point. You know, they've finally gotten to the big dance, at least in the case of, you know, Carl Anderson and, and AJ. But I really do think they need the win here. Sasha Banks and Charlotte. 
uh, based on Charlotte getting the upper hand the last couple of weeks. I can see Sasha Banks getting the win here, retaining the women's championship. Remember, Dana Brooke is barred from ringside. Roman Reigns and Rusev. Considering Roman Reigns has gotten the upper hand on every single show since laying his sights on Rusev, I actually got Rusev in the upset here winning. In a perfect world, I'd have Rusev tap out Roman Reigns, especially because according to a study from Brandon Howard at a decorative drop on Twitter, shout out to him, Mr. Roman Reigns actually doesn't make a real positive difference in house shows or the bottom line. In fact, according to a study, Roman Reigns actually does 18% below what John Cena does at house shows, and John Cena is the top draw. That's pretty damn significant, man. I mean, that is a, a big difference right there, and the last couple months he's been losing left and right, and he's still been getting booed. Look, I'm not saying Roman Reigns shouldn't be a featured performer. I'm just saying the guy should probably turn heel, become the top heel in the business, become the top heel in the company, help them make money that way, build up a strong baby face. But for anybody that's been following me for years, I mean, you know I'm essentially beating a dead horse. I mean, it's nothing I haven't said before. It's nothing other people, other insiders haven't said before. But I got Rusev in the upset retaining this one. John Cena, AJ Styles. I want to pick AJ Styles. I hope AJ Styles wins. The problem is... AJ Styles is facing John Cena and in feuds that John Cena's been in where it makes sense for him to lose, he always wins for, wins for some strange reason. I don't know why, he just does. 2014 with Bray Wyatt, 2015 with Kevin Owens who really needed the win, and now here he is with AJ. The only thing I could see changing is that, well, John Cena's now a reality TV star. John Cena's hosting American Grit. He's doing movies. He's got a lot of commitment. So it would make sense for AJ to beat him and then Cena to come back down the road and face him perhaps for the title. Will that happen? I don't know. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick AJ anyway. Ambrose and Ziggler. I think Ambrose should retain here. I really do. But I also think that Ambrose didn't exactly come off so well on the Stone Cold podcast. And I, I've said this before in my show's I think Vince McMahon may have looked at this and went, God damn, he's not that media friendly. And that's super important in today's WWE. And while I don't think they had any intention of putting the title on Dolph Ziggler, storyline-wise, I hate to say it, it makes sense. Because if Dolph wins and validates his epic comeback, his career turnaround, and the next month you could do AJ versus Dolph at Backlash. And since Dolph pinned AJ to get the number one contendership in the first place, well... Then you can have AJ return the favor. So I'm going to go with the upset Dolph Ziggler, even though I would like to see Dean Ambrose retain and think he should retain. And let's see what else we got. We got a couple more matches here. Okay. Universal title. Since the Demon got the upper hand on Seth Rollins, unfortunately, I have a feeling Seth Rollins is going to win due to some tomfoolery. I did a WWE 2K simulation, which is hilarious. Because it ended with Finn Bauer getting pinned, grabbing the ropes, the referee not seeing it, and Seth Rollins winning the first ever Universal title due to controversy. And, and it does sound kind of stupid, right? You're going to create a title, you're going to make it this, this prestigious thing, yet there's a chance that the very first Universal title match with the very first Universal champion could end with something wacky like that, with some controversy, which already taints the title. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. I don't think that'd be good, but... Just based on WWE booking, I mean, 
Balor has gotten the upper hand every single week. The thing is this. Why go all the way with this guy or get up to this point where he pins Roman Reigns, pins Rusev, takes out Rollins, only to not give him the title? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, What's the point? I know he's already been put on a pedestal. I know he can always come back and be this fiery baby face and get the win. Maybe they'll do something where the club, his, his former stablemates in Japan, interfere and cost them the title. But I really, really think that he should win here. Look, if he flops, if you get cold feet, you can always take the title off of him. You have a million three-hour shows. You got a pay-per-view every single month. Okay, you already kind of screwed up with Rollins, even though he is still kind of a draw. You, you did kind of screw up with him because the guy could have been a huge babyface, which uh, you guys kind of didn't capitalize on. So hopefully, hopefully they'll do the right thing, and hopefully Finn Balor will win the title. Maybe he'll get over huge. Maybe he won't, but I think it's worth a try. And last time I checked, aren't they supposed to go to Europe anyway later this year again? They, they might be. So I don't think it hurt to have an Irishman as champion, especially one that's proven he can draw money in Japan and in NXT as well as various indies. And lastly, Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton. I think Randy Orton said on Sports Illustrated's show online that it's going to be Orton versus Brock as the real main event. If that's the case, I hope they have a hell of a match. More often than not, Brock Lesnar delivers. And I can see Brock Lesnar getting the win. It would be cool if they did some type of big angle to set up Brock's next match after this match. But I don't know who he faces next. There's no real logical opponent. I guess you could do Roman Reigns, but I don't want to see Roman Reigns beat Brock Lesnar. You could do Dean Ambrose as a revenge match, but clearly Dean Ambrose isn't happy with Brock Lesnar based on his comments on the Stone Cold podcast. Also, Dean Ambrose is now in SmackDown. I don't see him doing The Undertaker again. They already did that trilogy. So uh, we'll see. They're in an interesting predicament, but there's no way in hell that Randy Orton should win this match. Not at all. And he should lose clean. No interference to Bray Wyatt, even though he teased it on SmackDown. Just leave it alone. But folks, I want to hear from you. What do you think about the SummerSlam card from top to bottom? What do you think about SummerSlam weekend? What do you think about UFC 202? What do you think about everything that's going on in Evolve? ROH as well. Congratulations to Adam Cole, the new ROH world champion. Let me know. Leave a comment below. Tweet us. Facebook us. Do what you got to do. If you enjoyed this update, please like, share, take care. And until next time, as always, enjoy the matches and stay tuned for our live SummerSlam recap after the main event.